So ESPN's power rankings came out. And if you've got Golden State 1, Boston 2, and the Rockets 3, no big shot, because I actually agree with all three of those being where they are. I'm even fine with the Sixers at number 4. I even understand the Raptors being number 5 because they're still in the Eastern Conference, and they did just add Kawhi Leonard. So on paper, they're a better team than they were last year already. And while I don't think this current version of the Lakers are a title contender this year, I do think ranking them ninth is kind of like really lowering the expectations. And, and maybe that's the plan, lower the expectations. But for me, when I look at this current roster, I think this team is where Oklahoma City should be. I'll take these current Lakers as they are presently constituted, and I will put them ahead of the Oklahoma City Thunder at number six. And I get it. You think with the combination of Russell Westbrook and Paul George, along with Stephen Adams, that the Thunder should be better just with those three at their core. But And I've heard the, the argument because they got rid of Melo, it's addition by subtraction. Sure, getting Dennis Schroeder is a good move because he gives you another guy that can create off the dribble and he can also score. He's really more of a score-first um, point guard himself. But having said that, how do you pair Schroeder with a guy like Russ who always handles the rock? Schroeder is only effective with the ball in his hands. And when you watch Oklahoma City play, unless there's a major change in how they run their offense, the ball will be in Russell Westbrook's hands nearly all the time. When you look at Oklahoma City last year, two of their biggest problems were, A, they weren't a good three-point shooting team. They're not a good perimeter shooting team, not as a unit. And B, they didn't have any depth. They lacked firepower and depth off the bench. They may have addressed it on paper getting shrewder. And you could say Nerlens Noel is an upgrade as a backup center. But since his skill set mirrors Stephen Adams and, and mirrors it in a lesser way, he's kind of like a discount Stephen Adams. I'm not sure they address depth or talent. What I will say is, though, when you compare the Thunder's roster to what the Lakers present to you, yes, Star power, you would lean towards the Thunder in the sense that you believe that Russ, no question, Russell Westbrook's a superstar. Paul George is not a superstar. He is an all-star. He is a complimentary star. Steven Adams is a complimentary player as well. But if you look at the Lakers, who not only have a superstar, clearly the best player in the league right now. So you're talking about a roster with LeBron James, with two ascending players in Brandon Ingram and Kyle Kuzma, another ascending player, if you believe that Lonzo is going to get better, and I do think he he will. I, I'm not sure his ceiling is superstar or star, but at a minimum, he's going to be a very good NBA player. Then factor in a guy like Josh Hart, who's the kind of guy that's like a modern-day Mario Ellie, not a star, but a, certainly a, a solid role player who can impact games with on both ends of the floor. Factor in Rondo's playmaking ability, along with what KCP can do as being a 3 and D guy. And the Lakers just have more overall talent. Remember, they have more overall talent, and they have the actual best player in basketball. Yes, the Los Angeles Lakers are going to have a better season and a better record than the Oklahoma City Thunder. They're going to have a better season and a better record than the Denver Nuggets. They're going to have a better season and a better record than every other team in the Western Conference not named Houston or Golden State. I think the Los Angeles Lakers should be no worse than six in the power rankings. And just so I'm being fair, um, a few of the respondents on Facebook, the Facebook fan responds a lot. And, and, and um, shout out to all you guys for responding on Facebook. I appreciate that. 
Yes, I'm, I'm not forgetting about the, the Utah Jazz with Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. That's a talented pair, and they have solid players around them. The problem I have with Utah is this. They just don't have the firepower, I think, to make a deep playoff run. If you factor in what Mitchell averages, which he averaged 20 a game, I'm sure he'll, he'll, he'll go up from that. But Gobert only gives you 30, 13 a game. Rubio's not a scorer. Joe Ingles is not a scorer. And Derek Favors, while a very good backup big, gives you 12 a game. They just don't have the firepower. And I know people go, well, they were, the, they were ranked number two in total defense. That's true. But a part of that ranking is, is their style of play, is their pacing. Utah doesn't run. They walk the ball up. They drain out the shot clock. So don't be fooled by defensive rating. I like their talent. I think they're a good defense team, but they don't have the offensive firepower to compete with the top teams in the West. And while they're going to be a better defensive team than this current version of the Lakers, they're not going to have the firepower to beat the Lakers in a series. Yes, I know. Also, uh, thanks out. shout out to Rob for mentioning Minnesota Timberwolves. Right. You've got Jimmy Butler, Carl Anthony Towns, and Andrew Wiggins, and you barely got into the playoffs last year. They're not going to be much better this year because one thing, they have chemistry issues. Another thing is, even though his reputation is all defense, ever since Tibbs has been in Minnesota, they don't play any defense. This trio doesn't play any defense. And, and Jimmy Butler's known for defense. He hasn't been competing that hard on that end of the floor since he's been in Minnesota. Wiggins should be an elite-level defense with his athleticism and his length, and he just isn't a great defender. I'm not saying Carl Anthony Towns would be, has to be a great defender, but he's got to comp compete a lot harder on defense than he has up to this point in his career. And Minnesota won't make the playoffs again this year. They might. But it wouldn't shock me if the Timberwolves actually took a couple of steps backwards. As far as the Rockets go, I understand losing Ariza and Bob Mute. No question, losing defenders like Bob Mute and Ariza impact Houston's defense and how they're going to be able to compete and guard the better teams in the playoffs. But having said that, I'm not on board with the idea that by adding Carmelo, suddenly Houston is going to be a lesser team. I think if you play Carmelo Anthony, or at least put him in the proper role, and I think at this point in his career, the proper role to, would to be to bring him in as a sixth man and match him up against second-tier guys. I think matching Melo up against more second-tier guys allows him to be a more effective and an efficient player. And in spot moments, sure, he can, play, he can be in late-game situations. So I think that how the Rockets use Melo will determine whether or not signing him was the smart move. Chris Paul and James Harden have high basketball IQ. Mike D'Antoni knows everything there is to know about offense and then some. So I would assume that they will find different ways to put Melo in better spots to be more effective. Whereas when he was an OKC, all he was was a catch-and-shoot three-point guy. And he's not a three-point shooter. He is a scorer with a mid-range jumper who has the ability to shoot threes, but he's not Steve Kerr. He's not Steph Curry. He's not Klay Thompson. He's not that guy. I expect the Rockets to play Melo more in the mid-post or in the post. Remember, you're talking about a six-foot-eight, 
240-pound small forward with the ability to post up. I expect Melo to play more in the post. I expect him to be more effective on the Rockets. And I expect in the long run, he'll be more of an addition than a subtraction. The Rockets are still, barring a major injury, going to be the second best team in the West. They're going to be in the Western Conference Finals. The question is, will they have enough to slow Golden State down? Or more importantly, can CP3 stay healthy? I know I said we were going to get into the NFL, and, and I still want to. I do. I want to get into the NFL. I want to talk about um, the debate about the national anthem and the flag controversy and, and kneeling, because that's not resolved yet. That's still up in the air. Um, but, again, I got to give the NBA credit. We want to talk about baseball, and for a minute you want to drift into football, and the NBA still keeps you still keeps you talking. Um, there's always something going on in the NBA, and apparently Facebook isn't done with the NBA because 99.9% of questions or hit-ups I get are about the NBA. So while I'll try to work some NFL and other things in, if the NBA is still leading, if that's where it's going, that's where I'm going to flow. We're still doing a cipher next time.